Hi there, and welcome to JK We're Rolling, an actual play podcast about three young wizards who attend the most prestigious wizarding school in all of Germany. My name is Michael Moore, and I am your magician master. Uh, and that just means, uh, you know, I help tell the story. I merely facilitate the story to happen while our wonderful actors, players, nay, muses, bring this story to life. And let's meet them now. Hey everybody, my name is Nadine Kuhn and the character that I play is called Cecily Mary Naturespring. Cecily is an arcane sciences mage and, well, she accidentally created herself wings that unfortunately don't work. Not yet. They don't function yet, but she's so determined to figure it out. So we will see where this is going to go. <laughs> Got it in one. Got it in one. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's me again, Lucas Fischer. I play Jasper Casper. He's a human from the non-magical world, and all he wants is find a place to belong. And I'm sure that we can help him. And that's case. Uh, I'm the last one. Uh, hey, people out there. My name is Sebastian Kinder and I play Eric Miller, a musician, magician with a troubled past. Uh, seemingly his whole family forgot who he is. Uh, so far there's no solution to that. Maybe it will come one day. At least uh, a few people remember him, at least. I hope <laughs> at least two of them. A third one does. Leela remembers him. I know that. That's right. That's right. She's a good pal. <sighs> oh, so what if I was like, oh my gosh, I knew I forgot to write something. Oh, there is no reason. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't plan for that at all. That's so weird. Weird. I forgot about it. Hmm. Welcome back, folks. We haven't been able to record here in the official JK We're Rolling studio. That's just Discord. We don't have a studio. Uh, we haven't been able to record for a while. This is our first session, and uh, it's really exciting for all of us to be back today. Oh, I have a fun fact. In the last episode, you learned that the missing student's name from 10 years ago was Harris Twilber. And I just want to say that I had that name planned out since episode freaking one, in case they decided to investigate that. There was no snake named Wilbur yet. That snake did not, <laughs> was not in anyone's life, was not a twinkle in, um, in anyone's eye yet. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Wilbur. Hold on, that so, is the missing Wilbur. student. Now we found, now we figured it out. I actually, I feel like I had to say, because I didn't want you guys to make the connection and be like, the snake is the student. The names are the same. <laughs> so that is actually just a coincidence. But I, th I think Lucas and I just have similar naming tendencies because it's not the first time it's happened we played another campaign once uh before where we we named something similarly without talking to each other um but that that project will be disclosed at a later date keep your keep your ears open jk we're rollers can i call you all that thanks um <laughs> so i do have i do have a question did, of course sebastian and i do we know about that project or is it a project that just the two of you guys i don't even think i know what the project is <laughs> <laughs> I just nod. So I do have a question, of course, for uh, our players, for their characters. You know, this is a fun one. It's been so tense around here lately in the JK universe. and Just a little bit. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> I just want to know, you know, what is something that your character has to do on the year's first snowfall? Hmm. The first day that it snows. What's something they have to do? It's just I'm just trying to to figure it out. Just trying to remember how it was before uh, the whole family life uh, crumbled a little bit away. Um, but I yeah, 
<laughs> I mean, it, only, it didn't happen that it didn't happen that long ago. I think you guys would have been okay for last winter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for last winter we've been fine. Let let me add a little bit of melodramatic feeling. Okay, you're right. There. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to stomp on you there. <sighs> okay, um, it's a little uh, family tradition with the Millers actually that with the first uh, falling snow the whole family comes together and uh, their parents together actually make them a hot chocolate and they try to to make little like marshmallow animals and try to place them but it always ends in a disaster so in the end it's just a marshmallow blob in each and every single one's hot chocolate <laughs> Nice. And then they just start to follow the snowflakes falling down and like having kind of a race between each other. Uh, like this snowflake over there, it's going to drop down on the ground first, I'm sure. <laughs> but how do you know it's yours? I just know it. It looks like mine. <laughs> Are you sure it's yours? Yes. Okay. All right. We play along. <laughs> And just keeps going on for hours and hours. That's cute. The, you know, the official sport at Neudrachenberg is snowflake racing. That's really funny that you guys do the same thing at home. That's actually the official Neudrachenberg sport. So funny. <laughs> That's very wholesome. But we, we come to Eric for our wholesome content, you know. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of a lot of a lot of wholesome family memories here, except for that time when one of your siblings apparently released your bird into the wild. That was that was that was less wholesome. Yeah, less less wholesome. But the bird is somewhere out there. That's right. <laughs> Chance for redemption. Chance for redemption. So may I continue? Yeah. Oh, that is a deep voice. Do I want to do a deep like narrator voice? I yeah. kind of like that. So <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> No, anyways, so we all know about Jasper not being like, he's more of a family guy than a friends guy. So um, on the first day of snow, when he opens his eyes and sees like there's a little bit of snow on, on, the, on the shelf of, of the outer side of the window, first thing he does is rolling his eyes because unfortunately his father, as we know, is a huge like miniature train enthusiast and also not only but also he is um a, a christmas and winter enthusiast oh and so when the first day of snow comes there is a project coming oh, yeah. and that project is project garden train so we all have to get out the whole family the mother jasper and the father and they have like some wooden constructions that he built in the cellar all the year in the summer and then we get it out and then we have to build a huge miniature train railway around the garden like going through snows and then like building up like castles in the snow and you know just having that that christmas train with lights and sounds just going all around in the garden <laughs> like with with um, sound boxes as well and after a whole day of doing that and then he finally turns on the uh, the lever and the train just goes to the garden they all just like maybe eric's family they all get a hot chocolate sit in the circle of the railway and just uh, enjoy the first day of snow well, mostly the father, to be honest, but that's like a family tradition. Awesome. I love that. It was so wholesome. This is, we should have saved this for our Christmas episode. I went too early. This is so cozy, cozy and comfy and family. On and Christmas, special. I'm going to be like, what's your favorite Halloween costume you ever wore? It's going to be totally different. <laughs> well, Jasper likes to go as a train. Blink if you have to say that. <laughs> 
So when Sassley sees the first snowflakes falling, the very first thing she does is she's yelling, yes, no. And then she runs outside and then she's taking her father and her mother with her. They're not allowed to do anything. They're like, look at me, look at me. I'm making the biggest snowman ever. And she's trying to make the biggest snowman every winter. She's trying to make it bigger and bigger and bigger. And then when she finally did it, she's making little snowballs. And she's like, come on, guys, let's hit him with a snowball. And then they, the parents <laughs> and, and, and they just throw snowballs at the snowman. She enjoys it. That's, that's, her, yes. that's her family tradition. 100% demolition. <laughs> You know, I fear the day when she unlocks the secret of flight and the snowman gets so big it's even taller than a tree. Because she gets <laughs> flying up, putting a little bit of snow on there, flying down, what's more snow up there. And then, now, let's go and throw snowballs against him each and every family member standing there. But what if he drops on our house? Well, I would love to see that. That's an idea. Yeah, now to continue on with this very much not a Christmas episode. <laughs> uh, so just, um, of course, we'll have our regular recap later, but just to remind everybody real quick, you guys are in the library still, and you have defeated Enda and, and helped to pacify the situation there. But as you were on your way out uh, and telling Guta not to be too hard on Enda, Guta said, Oh, well, that's not really my decision. And you heard another voice say, it's mine. Actually, what he said was, it's mine. And uh, in entered Ross Ehrenmann. <laughs> <laughs> not the appropriate music. <laughs> it's mine. Not, not accurate. <laughs> um, so Ross Ehrenmann entered and he wanted to know who was responsible for what had gone in the library. And uh, he's uh, blocking the exit with his centaur body, and he's looking right at you guys. So, without much further ado, please enjoy this next episode of JK We're Rolling. Last time on JK We're Rolling, the Shieldless and Leela Kleiner found themselves trapped in a library. Serves them right. Enda had set up a trap of stone and counterweights, but they managed to get past the obstacle and face Enda head-on. Sassily used the last of the invisibility potion and her hovering skill to bring Secrets of Livingstone to Guta, while the rest of the group fought Enda and his powerful three new statue clones. Once Guta and Hessa were freed, they copied the enchantment Enda was using, freeing the rest of the trapped students and trapping Enda with his own spell. The Shieldless, pfft were rewarded with some information about a missing student case from 10 years ago, and Sassy found out some more cryptic information about Pacta. It seemed they would be able to leave home free, until Ross Ehrenman walked in, demanding to know who was responsible. This is gonna be good. So, you are all standing near the exit to the library. Enda is wrapped up in a swirl of stone behind you back a ways, and Guta is also standing by. Uh, Hessa has gone off to check on the library in general. He's like kind of checking on the condition of everything, you know, to see what happened while Enda was in charge. And Ross Ehrenmann is standing right in front of you. The doorway is blocked, and he said, What exactly has happened here? Who? 
is responsible for this. And he looks right at you, three. And then he continues to take in everything else. He sees Leela behind you. He, he's checking out the library. And you, you see he has a hard look on his face. It's not mean, but it's unyielding. It's a look that you never saw him have on his face the few times that you've seen him. You know, he always had a very welcoming, very warm kind of sensation. But you see, this is something different. Someone has crossed a line. Gulp. Goethe speaks up from behind you. Ah, yes, Director Ehrenmann, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> oh, lovely to see you. Um, yes, I'm afraid my brother Enda is uh, the culprit. You see, uh, he locked up these children in a room with Hessa and myself. And you see, there is a steady stream of children still coming out from the back room. And they're kind of like, <laughs> like they're also not sure what's going to Because there's like 30 kids in the back. And they're just really confused. They're sitting at tables because um, they also can't leave at the moment. They, they see Ross Ehrenmann. No one wants to deal with whatever's going on there. They're all just kind of like chilling back. Um, they're sore. You see a few of them rubbing their legs because they were stuck in the stone up to their ankles. So you see, he, he locked up these children in a room with Hesse and myself. He imprisoned us and, and he took control of the library with a stone enchantment, a Ruprecht's stone hyperconscious expansion spell, uh, to be precise. And you see Hesse, who was looking around the library, returns now and he says, Yeah, and I might add that he destroyed an artifact in the restricted section. <laughs> Good to holds up. Uh, <laughs> And Guto holds up Secrets of Living Stone and says, And this book is the cause. And he holds out the book towards Ross Ehrenmann, who takes it. Somehow, he got a hold of it from inside the restricted section. Oh, and of course, these four saved us. And he points to you four, the three of you and Leela. <laughs> they overcame old Enda and brought the book right to me. He kind of takes a step back so that you, you four are a little more in the center. And Ross takes you in again, uh, still with that same expression on his face. And he says, thank you for assisting Gutta, you four. You've truly proved your mettle today. No problem. It, it wasn't a big thing at all, right, guys? How on earth did you come to know of this book and, and what to do with it? Uh, Enda. Enda. And he turns and he looks at Enda. How did you come to own this book? And Enda looks up for the first time. He's been kind of hanging his head in shame. He looks up. And you see that he's about to speak. I... Cecily sweating a bit. <laughs> well, I... And he looks at the three of you. He takes a moment. And Sasley looks away up in the air. She's like, man, it's quite a warm here. And Jasper is like <laughs> silently shaking his head. <laughs> okay. And Enda says, well, I, I got the book from these three. They, they asked me to, to get into uh, the room and, and I made a deal with them that they could get into the restricted section. And I, I, they, they told me if I could... I would get the book then. Oh, come on. That is not fair. I cannot believe he's like throwing us under the bus like that. I cannot believe it. You started this whole thing. You wanted to. We never ever. Who? 
I never saw that man in my entire life before. Ross turns on you and he says, you broke the rules of Neudrockenberg. Maybe a bit. Snuck into a forbidden area, took something out of that forbidden area, and gave it to a being that caused all this trouble, and the hard look returns. And he looks at you three. Um, Cecily? Do you think it's right to give him a hug now? Do you think it it makes him feel better? No, it doesn't. I wouldn't recommend it. Okay, then I I won't do it. Um, uh, well... You hear a voice from behind you say, "Uh, They're lying. They're lying. They're all lying. And it's Leela, and she's, she's clutching her, her little charm in her hand. And she says, they're, they're trying to protect me, and Enda's just upset that he, um, that he got beaten by them, because I didn't do very much when they helped. I was just trapped in the restricted area, and they came along and they saved me. But you know I have a permit for the restricted section, and Enda asked me to bring him the book one day, and I, I'd already met him a few times that week, and. I was just entering for my independent study. He seems so sad and, and sincere, so so I, I did it. I, I didn't mean for all this to happen. I, I just wanted to help. Cecily looks at Lila. She looks at the boys. She looks at Ross Ehrenmann's face. I have to collect my jaw from the floor. <laughs> and she is like looking at Eric and she's like, if this is going to turn out... You need to give her a hug. I think that'll do great. (laughs) And Ross says, well, we'll have to find another avenue to continue your independent study, Leela. And you have proven untrustworthy with your restricted area privileges. Your permit, please. Oh, no. And Leela seems very sad, but she hands over her restricted area permit. But she gestures to you guys with the other hand, with kind of like a chill, chill hand, like a <laughs> don't do anything hand. Okay, okay. okay. Everybody roll investigation. A clean four. Okay, a clean four. <laughs> um, wow, that was a really nice thing that Leela did. Yeah. Super nice. It is an 11. Okay, yeah, you're, that's great. She gives him the permit. That's what you see. 13. Okay, yep. Uh, none of you noticed anything special. She hands him the permit, and the deal seems done. He says, thank you. We'll find another way to continue your studies, but this is the way it has to be for now. And uh, she steps back, she nods. And then Ross turns to you three again, and he says, I believe, Leela, that you three didn't have any prior knowledge of this, and I thank you once more. I thank you once more for... The hard work that you put in tonight to end an injustice. I cannot abide someone who has broken the rules and the very spirit of Neudrachenberg. I am bound to uphold these ideals, so thank you. And then Ross turns to Enda, wrapped up in the back with stone. Enda, what do you have to say for yourself? And Enda looks up with... These shamed eyes, and he says, I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to be free. To know more of the world, to experience something of what it is to be truly alive. But, uh, well, when I thought people would take it from me, I, 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 
I never meant for it to get so out of hand. I, I just... Uh, I, I'm sorry. Ross says, It seems the enchantment after several centuries since it was laid upon you has evolved in its own way. Magic can evolve as connections to the natural world shift, and yes, I understand that yours has. You are no more the magical enchantment that was put here to serve this library. He looks over at Gutta and Hesse, and he says, How about you two? Are you still content to be here in the library, or have you started to yearn for more? And Gutta says, I'm as happy as a clam here. I must say I enjoy my time with the students. I love to be here in the library. This is my, my life's work, and I, I enjoy it. And Hesse says, Yeah, ditto. <laughs> Ditto. What he said. What he said. Ross says, very well. Ender, you can no longer be allowed to work with the children. We'll find something else that you're better suited for. But for now, consequences must be observed. And you see the hard look come back on his face, you know? This is his unyielding resolve. You have broken the rules and the spirit of Neudrachenberg. Come with me. Your enchantments will be momentarily put on stasis, until I think of something more fitting for you to do. And then Ross turns to look at everybody in the library, and he raises his voice, and he says, Everyone, disperse, please. Go back to your dormitories. It's quite enough excitement for one evening. Please rest. Visit the infirmary if you have an injury, and enjoy the weekend, and come to me if you need anything. You can see he has things to do, and he, he nods to Gutta and Hesse to kind of take care of anybody who needs, you know, help to check in on them. And he starts to walk Enda out of the room, and Enda glides out of the library. You can see that Ross Ehrenmann is using his wand to do a little enchantment around him that allows him to glide out of the library and uh, leave it. And they're heading to his office. So the three of you are standing there. And Goethe and Hesse go to check on the rest of the students who begin to leave the library. Do, do you think Ender's going to be okay? I don't know. I don't care. Hey, Leela. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's kind of like, she's standing there. She's like kind of looking inward. That was nice that you did that. You, you didn't have to. I find it nice. I respect that. I do. Do, do you want a hug? I, um... No, actually, not right now, but here's the thing. I, uh, you know, what I said at first, I didn't, I didn't lie. I was stuck back there, and you guys, you guys ran there to help me. You heard my voice, and, uh, and you came there, and, and I, would, I don't know how long I would have been stuck back there if you hadn't come along, and we did this as a team. It didn't seem right to me that you guys would get punished for that, and, um, well, from what I've heard about Ross Ehrenmann, I mean, you heard it yourself tonight. He's not very lenient with people who bend the rules too far. And I knew that I would get in less trouble than you guys since I have a permit to get into the restricted section. I am, at least I was allowed to be in there. You guys broke a lot more rules than me. So it was the least I could do to pay you guys back. But, 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 but now you've lost your permit. Oh, it's fine. It's just for... Just for a little independent study that I'm doing on my own time that I, I got permission for, so, you know, 
There's lots of ways to get information here in the school. I'll find another way. If you, if you have to ever go to the to the restricted area again, we come with you. It's actually fun. That Jeopardy Jinx thing, it's fun. Yes, maybe we are now a team with you, Leela. And maybe if I look in my book, I have another permission we can use. Maybe the other one who's now, you know, guarding the, the entrance. Maybe he's more dumb than Ender. Don't believe him. Oh. Don't believe him. Don't listen oh, no. to him. No, I thank you very much for what you did. And I don't know how it's with the other two. He's just taking a short look towards uh, both Cecily and Jasper. Cecily tries to put her hand on Jasper and they slowly move a little bit to the back. And she's like, I got this, I got this. Why? <laughs> Ooh, do you think that's romantic? And then they're like, thumbs up. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, so you guys are like behind Leela doing the thumbs up to him so he can see you and she doesn't have any idea. She's just mm -hmm. looking at, at Eric as he talks and she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, what is it, if, Eric? <laughs> um, if you should ever somehow, I don't know, need help in the case where I can help, I'd be more than willing to do the best I can do. That's the least I can do after what you did for us back there. Oh, geez, Eric, that's um, that's really nice. I'll I'll keep that in mind. But uh, I don't think I'm going to want to be sneaking into the restricted area anytime soon. I think, I think we, maybe we broke enough rules for, uh, for a little while, huh? And she, she chucks you on the arm. Maybe a little. Uh, it, it, chuckling a little bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, for a while, uh, he takes a short look towards Sasley and Jasper, who mostly just disappear behind the next corner. <laughs> But then Cecily looks at Jasper and she's like, I don't get it. Breaking rules is so much fun. I really don't get it. <laughs> it might be a bit difficult uh, with a certain someone. I think I'll need to keep an eye on her. Yeah, I, I, I get that feeling too. But you know what, Eric? You guys are a good group. You, you guys have something special here. So, yeah, you guys just... Hold on to that, and, and uh, well, we'll all try to hold on to each other, won't we? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, well, gotta go. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> did not say that. Did she say that? Ooh, she said it. <laughs> and Jasper is getting really close to her face. Like, are you blushing? <laughs> are you behind a bookcase or are you close by? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. He's, he's like, <laughs> Jasper is turning, turning back to Cessling like, do you think she's blushing? Oh, I hear it. Um, you can hear blushing? Oh, I should write that down. <laughs> you can hear blushing. I can. <laughs> so I guess we'll see each other maybe later somewhere? Oh, he's already setting up a next date. Oh. Yeah, I'll be around. You know where to find me. I'll be I'll be here in the castle doing doing school things, I guess. <laughs> uh yeah. I'll see you guys around. Yeah. I have a feeling I'm going to sleep a long time tomorrow, though. See you around. See ya. Yeah, yeah, see ya. Bye. Bye, you guys. Bye. Yeah, bye. And she's, like, looking at you guys around. Your heads are sticking out from behind a bookcase around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sassley. Uh, Jasper. Yeah, bye. I respect you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I respect you, too. Must be a pixie elf thing, I guess, that line. Uh, and Leela <laughs> leaves the leaves the library <laughs> and she's heading back to her common room. Have a nice evening. Eric is just standing there for a little while longer, 
uh, still a little bit flabbergasted, needing a moment to just shake him out of what just happened. Looking over to Cecily and Jasper, like, what What was the plan right there? I don't know. The whole afternoon was just awesome. <laughs> 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 what? And with that line, Gitta and Hessa come over to you guys and they say, Thank you so much again, children, for helping, but we really have to ask you to leave the library now. We need to be cleaning up here. Yeah, you know, we got a lot of uh, cleaning up to do around here. Really, really left things in a bit of a mess. So, uh, yeah, we're going to need you kids to, to get on back to your dormitories and uh, we'll see you at a later day. Mm? All right. Sure. Sure, sure. Yeah, whatever. Okay, they kind of usher you, they usher you out of the library, and you, along with a slow, steady stream of other students, head back downstairs. Uh, Everybody else is leaving out the main doors to go to the separate uh, shields quarters, but of course you guys can stay in the main castle area as a special privilege of living in the dumpy old servants' quarters. (laughs) Yay! (sighs) Well, that was a, a rough week, I would say. A rough first week. I'm hungry. Oh, do you think it's already time for dinner? Oh, yeah. Let's go and eat something. Oh, my stomach is really loud. So you you guys just have to head right upstairs. Uh, You know exactly where the dining hall is. It's about uh, one and a half floors above you, almost directly. You guys can get what you like to eat there. There's a few other people moseying around inside the room. Hey, Michael, what what do they have to eat? What, What are the options? Well, it's it's past main dinner. You guys are actually after that period because uh, you were in the library for a long time. So this is the late night light dinner option. Light snack for the night. Light, <laughs> light midnight <laughs> snack option. But uh, it's like, it is magically, of course, it's all of your favorite late night options. They've got tacos. They've got pancakes. There's... A smorgasbord is like truly anything that you that your heart would want for a late night meal is is there. A lot of sweet stuff as well. Is there like a place where you can order stuff, or is it like standing on a table? It's like yeah, it's magically drifting up from the kitchens. If anybody sees peanut butter, please hold it for me. Uh, yeah, you can see there's actually there's a a tray and it just has like all of the spreads for the pancakes. So it has peanut butter, Nutella. There's some Jiffy Puff on there. Mm. Mm. I would love some pancakes. Cinnamon and sugar. Yeah, there's cinnamon and sugar on there. There's chocolate sauce. There's like caramel sauce. What is this dark spread? What is that dark spread? And you can put you can put on the first year, like on the I think they call it the first year five. Yeah, it's even on five pounds in your first year because <laughs> so much free food all the time. <laughs> so Sassley takes a takes a jar, a jar of dark kind of heavy liquid off, and it says Nutella on it. She also takes the peanut butter just to make sure she doesn't like the black stuff. So what is that? What is that dark thing? Oh, oh, you know what? That is actually very tasty. Is that fair trade? I don't think so, actually. <laughs> is it healthy? <laughs> I don't think so, actually. How do you eat it? Um, well, some people just use a spoon, but you can also put it on the pancake if you want. Can I eat it also with my hand? Well, I suppose. Then you have to keep the glass for yourself. And Cecily takes it and she smells it. Oh, that smells intense. That kind of smells sweet. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be sweet. Is it good? 
Oh, well, Eric, is it good? You don't say anything. Is it good? I think? I don't know, actually. Uh, back at us, uh, our place, we mostly just had the sugar, cinnamon. Uh, sometimes my father went crazy and took uh, cheese and bacon. Don't forget about the jam. Don't forget about the jam. I know they put jam on those pancakes. <laughs> Yeah, and jam. There's so much jam. There's an entire table of just jam, Eric. This is like just jams. <laughs> oh my. You stay so far away from it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like jelly and jam? Do you like that, Eric? It seems like you look very intense at it. You know what? I, I'm just taking this like a little pot with cinnamon and sugar. Don't don't get me started on jam. <laughs> just just don't. Oh. Because I am so critical with all the tastes. Don't get me started on it. I'm just going to take this here. <laughs> and Sassy takes again the little Nutella glass and she puts her nose closer and she's like, Hey, Eric, by the way, what was the vial <laughs> that you wanted to give back to Mildred? <laughs> you know what? We can talk about that as soon as we sit down. All right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, and Cecily sits down. In the middle of the floor. She's so? <laughs> in the floor. <laughs> in the middle of the floor. <laughs> He's turning around, just looking down at her. Like, you don't have tables? I do, but I'm really curious what that vibe is about. <sighs> okay. Um, I don't know if you know that, but it's uh, Cure All Coolie. Cure All Coolie? Do you know what it is? I don't know what that is. You don't know what it is. Mm -mm. Okay. Um, as far as I know, if I notice some kind of, I don't know, influence or something that's stuck to me, Mildred told me that I should take that to to cure it away, to, to cleanse me of it. And any condition, like, in particular can be healed with that. Are you expecting any conditions? He's taking a little bit of a deeper breath. I ordinarily, I hope not, but I'll never know. Yeah, life is cruel. You never know. That is true. That is true. You never know if there's a condition coming up and it pops right up and then you don't have that. And what do you do then? What do you do then? Well, I just ate that Nutella. I just <laughs> ate that Nutella. It's super sweet. It's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. 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 Jasper, oh my take god, oh my it god, away. Oh my god. Oh my god, guys. I'm well, jumping. I'm jumping. Do, do, am I flying? Am I flying? I feel like I'm flying. I'm flying. And, I'm flying. and, and Jasper is like grabbing, grabbing to Cecily. Cecily, Cecily. Maybe I forgot to, to, to tell you one thing. People, people can love it so much that they can't get enough of it. Oh, that was intense. You have to slow down. I just took a little itty bitty finger of it, but it is, it's powerful. It's magic. I want to take another bite. I want to take another, just, just a little just, bit. Of, slowly, just, slowly. <laughs> can I take it in my room and eat it when I need it, when I need something real powerful, like the Kuyi Kuli that you have, or how it's called? <laughs> Almost the same. <laughs> how about you don't eat so much of it? Because if you're so energetic now, try to imagine how energetic you're going to be when you need to sleep. Yeah, you want me to take a second glass just in case? Just in case something no. happens and I need you to be really powerful? It's exactly the opposite of what I want you to do at the moment. It is the opposite of... Sassly, roll for sugar crash. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be a weekend. 
It's a 19. You do not crash. You feel great. You think you feel like you could take another spoonful. You feel like you probably could take another spoonful. Wow. Well, I thought peanut butter is the best thing I ever ate in the entire world, but this Nutella is just pure power and it is so delicious. I will take another bite. I will take just one, just one, just one and take another. And she's like with her whole face in the glass. Follow me, follow me. Who is the first in our room? Who's the first in our room? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> what the heck? I'm not even aiming to run. I'm still standing there with my sugar and cinnamon. I don't even have pancakes. <laughs> if you want to run after her, Sassley has plus two to run right now. <laughs> well, I tell you, oh, I tell you. <laughs> then, I have a, then I have a four. Uh, um, uh, what did I roll? A 13? Then I have a 15. I have to tell you this. Since we are magically bound, I rolled a one. <laughs> That's great. So this is why I wanted you to. This is why I wanted you to roll because if you beat her, you could have you could have pulled her back towards you. But she drags you back to the room. <laughs> You're just hitting it like speed bumps, trying to trying to keep up. This is the best day. This is the best day. Come on, Jasper. I open the door and I jump on my bed. Boing, boing, boing. Sassley, roll for sugar crash. <laughs> it's a 19. Come on, Eric. Come, come on, Eric. Where are you? You also need to jump on that bed. That's the best thing I ever did. I never thought it would feel so good. It Somehow Sassley can jump on every bed at the same time right now. <laughs> Eric! to get the glass out of her hands <laughs> eric did you did you follow them or are you, are you still in the Don't in the you dining dare room try to take that glass out of my hand give it put, put your fingers away you, you know yes, in you the first moment away. he's like but, but but I, I wanted to yes and then i hear just <laughs> jasper like screaming through the whole castle eric and like <sighs> later, later. Place was down. I'm coming. You can take a pancake to go. Yes, Eric is coming as well. It's going to be a big party. We're all gonna jump. We're gonna dance all night. This is the best night ever. We guys really have a good connection. Just put your fingers away from the glass. Don't touch the glass. We have to get the glass. Get on You will not get the glass. You will not get the glass. I'm having the best time. I had so much fun. Sesame, give it up to me. Where the heck are you? Roll opposed spryness to see if you can get the glass away from Sassley. Every time she runs too far away from you, Jasper, you run into an invisible wall. <laughs> now you try to run at her and grab it. Uh, Sassley, you have plus three to spryness. <laughs> so it's a 12. We're getting a oh. little lower. <laughs> a little lower. I have a 10. <laughs> so she wrenches it away from you, but she has to roll for a sugar crash again. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, please. It's a 13. I'm still on that high. I'm still on that high. Not, oh, not on that she's high, feeling okay. She's not high. feeling great. She's feeling okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like a, like a party here somewhere. I would Sassley, like to... Sassley, oh, Eric, Eric, I have an idea. I have an idea. So what is it? Do you want to taste even more better than just Nutella itself? And Sassley still for a second. She turns around. Explain yourself. <laughs> and Jasper is like uh, sweating like hell and you know cleaning his, his forehead <laughs> and then he's slowly walking towards her and Sassy's taking a closer look but putting the glass 
behind her back. Cecily, do you know what? You can you can actually put milk in the glass and then you mix it and then you can drink it like, you know, a hot chocolate or a cold chocolate. And that is like the best chocolate you would ever drink in your entire life. Cecily thinks for a second. She looks at him. No, that is not an option. Come on, come on, everyone. Sassley, help me now. Get Sassley rolls for Sugar Crash and roll with disadvantage. Roll twice and take the lowest. <laughs> oh, I had a 14, but now I had a one. Yeah! Oh, you get that one. Sassley passes out where she stands. She just flops on the ground. Guys, it's the best day. Ugh, I, I feel not good. Oh. Ugh, I feel super dizzy. Yeah, that's the Sugar Crush. I have a... Just like sliding beneath her as soon as she starts to slow down, like, I got her. Eric catches her. Thank you for catching me. You remind me of my mother. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Sassley's out cold, lightly, lightly snoring, little elf snores. I've seen it before. My grandma went crazy when she had her first spoon of Nutella. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine. I, no, I don't imagine that. <laughs> Jasper, how about that? He starting to like try to hand over Sassley to him. How about you take her back to our room? I try to get a snack for both of us. All right? Yeah, that sounds like an idea. What would you like to have with your pancake? Nutella. Nutella. <laughs> no, 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 don't Nutella. I, and don't no. say that again. Don't say, let's, let's, let's never say that word again. Um, let's just go with some peanut butter. Okay. The not peanut butter, peanut butter. Yeah. All right. Here, take Cecily. He's just slightly mm-hmm. taking the glass out of her hand. Mm. And we better hide it. I'll get back. I'll get a pancake with cinnamon and sugar for me. I'll get one with the not peanut butter, peanut butter for Jasper. <laughs> and no pancake for Cecily because she's out cold. You easily do that. <laughs> you easily do it and you you can come back. And Jasper was able to get Cecily to, into a bed while you were gone. And uh, the two of you enjoy a nice little almost midnight snack. Little boys bonding time. One thing I'm wondering, though, because I, you know, when we went to the dining hall, I just went through the book and I was just a bit curious because, you know, I really like Leela. But did you understand why she had to hold on her, on her, you know, like her necklace when she talked to Ross Ironman? Maybe something we will find out later. It seems like kind of something that maybe is important for her. Simply some kind of like trinket she got from someone at some time. Oh, you think like Feng Shui? Like Feng what? Is that something out of this book of yours? And he points towards it. <laughs> Maybe. And he's having his last bite of his pancake. <laughs> so I can't trust Feng Shui? Well, no one really knows. That's not comforting. <laughs> How is your pancake? Uh, quite fine. Uh, not as good as those my mother used to make. It takes a short break. Just like... <clears throat> shaking his head, but it's good. Well, Eric, if you want to talk about something, you can always talk to me. Thank you. It's it just so much happened the last few days, and there has been so much chaos all around. It's like, it never really feels like a moment like we can actually take a breather to, like, 
know each other. I mean, I kind of know that you slept somewhere around the train station, I guess. Yeah, it was the public restroom. <laughs> like, Eric just, like, stops for a moment there, not moving his face in the slightest bit. Just that, where do your parents think you are right now? A kind of summer camp. Well, I left a note on the kitchen table. And then, at this point, Jasper is kind of, you know, turning back his head towards the plate that is empty now. And then he thinks a little while and like, Oh, Eric, I have an idea. Yeah? You know, it's weekend now and we have a few days left before, you know, we have to get done with all the stuff with Mildred. So, how about we use, all the three of us use tomorrow to just, you know, get to know each other a little better. Or just to have some... Friend time. Oh, I've never said that word, friend time. It was always like family time, but now it's friend time. Do you want to do some friend time? I mean, sure. <laughs> oh, that's great. So we have to sleep now so that tomorrow can come. You are sure you're not influenced by that Nutella stuff? Oh, never. And then he runs towards the dormitory. Okay. Cute little bromance. Oh, God, that was adorable. That was really adorable. And Cecily snoring in the background. Like, <laughs> okay, so finally, the two of you, your talk ends. You're super tired after this day, after this week, and uh, you guys fall asleep, the three of you. And another day is done at Neudrockenberg Academy. So everyone needs a full rest after a week of duels, chasing kobolds, catching Rasselbach, fighting statues, fighting Alps, fighting druids. You returned late, and because it's a weekend, no bells ring to wake you up. You sleep through most of Saturday. Oh. <laughs> and when you wake up, it's already almost the evening, because the three of you needed that. That Nutella is strong stuff, people. That is strong stuff. <laughs> Cecily sleeps till Sunday. <laughs> She's like out. <laughs> On Friday only, uh, Jasper had gotten whammied twice. <laughs> uh, and, you know, you know, everyone had, at least, had lost at least one constitution and uh, needed to really rest in. But you guys get all your IPs back. You're fully healed up here. You're feeling good and ready to go, but it is the evening on Saturday when you wake up. And uh, you guys kind of groggily, you know, maybe you have some aches and sores. Uh, Sassel's got the sugar hangover. Ugh, I have a headache. Guys, I can tell you. You can start to get up and start to get yourself together. And just kind of as you're all in your waking up routine, you know, you do have some homework for classes and stuff. Maybe you're thinking about... Oh, man, we didn't work on anything this week. We are behind on our homework. Uh, it's been a lot of time sneaking into places. Uh, you hear a knock on the door. Guys, someone is knocking on the door. I have a headache. Make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> Eric just, like, moves towards the door, just taking a look over his shoulder, and, like, did, did you notice that... Each and every single time someone knocks at the door, it's me opening the door. And as he says, he opens the door. Yeah, and it was quite well. <laughs> yeah, <did you? laughs> I think Eric said that the last time he opened, he, he answered the door. <laughs> He's just going to say that every time he opens the door. I love it. Um, yes! 
And the next day, like at the end, we're like talking with him oh and God. saying, did you know that? Please make it happen. <laughs> Please make it happen. So you knock on the door and who stands there but Mildred Mulberry and the crowd goes wild. Woo. She's got her hair up in a bun. She's in her classic look, you know, wands in the bun, coffee mug in hand. She's got her professor robes on, uh, you know, she spent some time this Saturday doing some preparation, doing some classwork, preparing things. And she says, hey, 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 kiddos. Uh, I was like, oh, you guys look rough. Hi, Miss How you doing? Hello. Hey, how are y'all? Uh, uh, quite fine. <laughs> I actually have a headache. You know, Cecily had her first spoon of the peanut butter, peanut butter. That stuff is wild, Mildo. Yeah, that stuff yeah, is wild. Oh, I, I know it. I know it. I remember my first time like it was yesterday. <laughs> Let me tell you. Uh, you got the you got the peanut butter peanut butter hangover, huh? Whoa. What a doozy. Mm-hmm. I'll make it. I'll make it through it. Eric just like steps a little bit uh, to the side, mostly because she won't would like to come in. I guess she just nods at you and she steps in. And she says, "Well, I." Uh, I heard through the grapevine about a certain something happening in the library yesterday. Yeah. You guys all okay? Everybody is, is everybody fine? Tired. Yes. Knocked out. Leo had to give away her permit, but that's the worst that happened, I think. Well, I had some hard time, but you know, it's just what you do for friends. So I'm happy to, to make that sacrifice. Yeah, he's very happy today. Jasper's a very happy person. He's today very friendly. <laughs> you don't know what we are going to do. It's good that Leela was there to help you guys, but I'm also glad to hear that you had each other's back. It, was, it sounded like a, a tough situation. And now look, you know, we know each other, and I have a, a feeling about how things might have transpired. But uh, you keep my secret, I keep your secret. We're all squared, okay? In any case, the public opinion of you guys among the faculty is pretty high at the moment. Well done. Yes. Huh. Yeah, well done. So I wanted to talk to you guys about something a little more urgent and important, though. I uh, think we need to discuss Monday. And uh, seeing as how it's the evening, I'm sure you guys got lots done today. And now we can sit and talk about this. <clears throat> yeah, it was, a, it was a rough day today. So much to do. Homework. Uh, yeah, gotta stay <clears throat> yes. on top of that homework. Gotta stay on top of that homework. So here's my feeling. I know that we could activate the touchstone at any time, but I feel that we should wait until Monday. It, it makes the most sense because it gives us the most preparation time. And in case Yazadva is tracking you guys, it will also make the most sense that way because you have my class on Monday. So we would be together then. I mean, we're together most days, but you'll have extra face time with me on that day. So I think it won't seem strange to him that it gets activated on that day. It also makes it a little more dramatic. Yeah, that's right. Waiting to the last second gives it a little melodrama flair. Exactly. Yeah, that's my style. <laughs> Give it a little. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to be awesome when we meet, when we finally meet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you did, you did meet him already, but he was just small. Yeah, but then we know, we will know, we will know, and I have this super extra weapon. I have a bit of that Nutella left. No, no, no. I won't use it now. Now I know how to use it. (laughs) Watch out, Sassley. That's a a harsh trade-off, that Nutella. I tell you what, I tell you what. It's going to boost your stats, but every turn having to roll for a a sugar crash is a tough trade-off. I would not trust it. (laughs) 
<laughs> she says, now look, I've been uh, preparing the materials for the ritual, and I, I think it's only fair that I, I show this to you guys. So, uh, you know, the work that I've been doing these past couple days. Oh, by the way, do you have the book? Were you able to get that in all the chaos yesterday? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jasper, you have it, right? Yes, I got it. Let me just grab it. And he runs to the dormitory. He, he will grab it. He's very good with books. Uh, she takes the book from you, and she's flipping through it, and she says, Yes, yes, exactly what I need. Well done. She flips it open to a page and shows you. It is very complex. You can see the circle with the three points on it and something in the middle. A diagram that looks very similar to the ritual that you've already seen. And she says, Great, this has the incantation that I need, and you know the more specific instructions, it's going to be helpful for when I lay out the plan for everything. She shuts the book, and she reaches into her robe, and she says, Now you remember, well, I know you didn't, Eric, but since the other two of you saw the banishing ritual, there was a block of obsidian there. This stone releases the magic, has the connection to banishing that we needed, but for binding rituals, it's pearl that you need. So, and she pulls out a large pearl from her robe, and she says, This was not too easy to come by, but I... Got my hands on one from the stock room. It's it's very difficult. They really do keep track of everything here. It's not easy to just get unlimited materials and items all the time. Otherwise, of course, I would get you guys whatever you needed. But I do have a little sway around here, so I was able to get this. It's uh, set in a square metal casing, by the way, the pearl. So it's able to be set flat on the ground. It's not going to roll anywhere. Now... The mug and the touchstone will serve as the, the central piece, you know, Ooh. the thing that goes in the middle of the ritual. And uh, this has to have a magical bond to the person. Last time, I used a note that he had sent to me magically, and it still had a little bit of lingering magic, but that has long since evaporated. Uh, this time, I will still use that note, but merely as one of the outer ingredients in the circle something that just has a connection to him to tie this binding ritual closer to him personally. Finally, last time, I needed to use something that Yazadva hated. Snakes. For banishing, it has to be a strong dislike. Now you can take us. I don't, I don't think, I don't know if he hates you. <laughs> no, he I don't know how us. he feels about you guys. He seems to want to uh, use you guys for a lot of stuff. I guess I don't, he must, he must feel some kind of okay way about you. But yes, last time it was, it was snakes, but of course, uh, that won't work for a binding ritual. For a binding ritual, it needs to be something that he really likes, something that he even loves. You know, it took me a great deal of time and magic to bring this back, but she produces the flower that you guys saw in the last ritual. Um, but last time it was a dried flower. It seemed like it had been like older, you know, uh, something that was maybe a relic of a time past. But now you see that the flower is in bloom, healthy looking, brought back to life. It took me a lot of time and magic to bring this guy back, but uh, this is his favorite type of flower, and he even touched this flower once. I think it'll do the job. So, uh, yeah, this is the last connecting piece, and I've brought it back full with life and vital vitality. It should do the trick. I think we're ready. Hey, we're ready. We are all ready. What is the plan? Now, the other thing I'm going to suggest is that uh, if you guys are okay with this, we should switch the locking spell from my room to yours so that when he walks by, this is the door that opens. And I realize this will 
lose us some of the element of surprise that the wrong door opens, but he's going to investigate, and I have a fear that there will not be enough space for all of us in my room. Then it would just become a one-on-one -on -one battle. He's also a half-giant, and could easily crush us in the close confines of my bedroom. But the common room has more than enough space to accommodate all of us. And we don't want to destroy your flamingo lamp. Which we never saw. Uh, no, we didn't. It is not our thing I know to that judge. you saw the flamingo we lamp. We will not talk about it. I got it. that on vacation. You know, I have a thing for flamingos. I can't help that. Oh, I liked it. I'm glad. <laughs> it's beautiful. It kind of makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> so we trade the element of surprise for ground that will favor us. What do you think? If you're positive, we are positive. I am not positive. I am asking your opinion. <laughs> I am, not a, I am not a master of subterfuge. I'm ready for the battle. I'm ready. I can wait for him wherever. Okay. If Cecily is positive, I am positive. I say I'm positive? Eric is, is wondering a little bit. I'm, I'm just... What, what would happen if he decides, like, he opens up the door as he passes it, but decides not to investigate it and just leaves the place? In that case, all the preparations we are doing inside would be for nothing sounds like we have two options the first thing if he decides to leave us alone that could be for the best he knows that we are aware of him maybe he decides not to do anything mm, but he's taken things pretty far and i know that it's risky for him to be on the grounds and be doing what he's doing i i think he'll risk it he's very competent i don't think he's going to be afraid of whatever will be in there even if it's all of us so hmm. there's this and the other thing is we can set up part of the trap to get him in the room, maybe. If he just even peeks in, maybe we can set up something. I'm open to uh, suggestions. You know, I, I never set up an elaborate trap like this before, so maybe we should make a plan. I like plans. Maybe I can look in the book for some traps. It can also be like, come here, you Zetva, and I punch you with my plus one. That might bring him closer. <laughs> so, so, Mildred... Let's say he would come into our room with the ritual set up and we put the touchstone on your mug. What exactly is going to happen? I'll rig it so that when he walks close enough within range, he won't have to even be right in front of the door. The door will click open and, and it will open slightly. So the latch will completely open and the door will slide slightly open if we do this correctly. That's how I'm planning to make it happen. That I think that makes it very difficult for him not to want to enter and, and check out what's happening. What happens then? That's what I mean. When we did the ritual, when everything is set up and he's in the room and we have him there and we, we put... Here's the thing. I, I, I don't know if the ritual should be set up when he enters because it, be, it might be very easy for him to, to destroy, yeah, to disrupt it. It's actually not easy to destroy that because it has always consequences. I'm just talking firsthand here. We won't activate the ritual while he's still kicking. We have to cut him off from his magic. Uh, you guys have probably experienced this by now. You can cut someone off from their magic if you throw enough magical energy at them. And I think that we need to do that and then quickly, quickly mm -hmm. enact the ritual. And here's what I'll say. I think that while you are fighting him, I will set up the ritual at the same time so that you distract him while I set it up. And another thing that I'll do... I, I have a little more magic mojo than you guys. I think that I could lock him in the room so that he couldn't get out. Because 
I know he's a creature master. I know he can transform. He's very good at getting out of places. I could seal the door shut with ice magic and keep him in the room. So those are the things that I can do while the three of you, you know, you guys are more advanced than most first years at this point. I think you might be able to handle him. I'll be there for backup, though. I can, I can maybe toss you an item or something to help, but I, I will try to focus on setting up the ritual so that we're ready to do it as soon as he's cut off from his magic. And at the same time, I'll make sure that the door remains closed so that he can't get out once he realizes it's a trap. So we are going to be trapped with him inside the whole time? That'd be awesome. <laughs> okay. You you guys knew this was uh this is part of the thing that we have to do to find out what's going on here. And when we bind him, he won't be able to leave the circle that I draw in the floor. He'll be stuck in there, he'll be cut off from his magic, and we can get some answers about this touchstone business and how it's connected to these shadow creatures getting in to the school. What then? Then we have him trapped in our room and then do we get Ross Ehrenmann then, or what do we do? Well, we might, we might do that. We might do that. We might get Ross Ehrenmann involved once we know exactly what's happening. I'm not against that at all. I just want to know exactly. Hmm. Yeah, we have a past and, and... Not good business. And he, they have a complicated history, and I don't want to get Ross involved yet. But once we catch him and we get some answers and we find this out, we'll know, I think we'll know what to do. And I'm certainly not afraid to take on Yezadva when he's bound inside this circle. Do you, do you sometimes call him my king? Oh, she's, she's, she's very quiet. What? She does. I'm writing as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if someone hadn't snuck into my room and read my personal information, they may not be able to ask those kinds of questions. <laughs> it's complicated, and it doesn't concern you. We are all open, open and honest. It doesn't mean here. what you think it means. Okay, it's something separate. <laughs> you don't know what? Email though. We're friends. Hey, like from one pixie elf to teacher, <laughs> we're on the same level. We're not on the same level. We are not friends. You are my student. We are not. I get it. I get it. I'm his student. Okay, that's I very tried, good. guys. I tried. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> so, Miss Mulberry, what do you think is the best that we should do now to prepare for Monday so that we can use the weekend? Here's the thing. Here's what I say, you know, be rested, be ready. And here's the thing. I can't just give away materials and items, but I can make them available to you. And since you have my class on Monday, just do well in class. And I will get you something that could help you. Okay? Okay? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, Meldo. There's also Matthias all the way on top. Remember? That is a good plan, Meldo. We will not do anything that we didn't think through. Like we never do. That is the least reassuring thing I've ever heard from the least reassuring person. <laughs> But great, I will trust you. Hey, by the way, Jasper, be careful with letting Wilbur be seen by, by Yez, uh, Adva, by his Adva. You never know how someone's going to react to seeing something that scares them in the moment. And yeah, I wouldn't want Wilbur to get hurt by battle magic. No, neither, neither do I. No, Wilbur, yeah. I... I just know it's tempting to maybe use the snake to distract him or freak him out, but 
what if he lets off a magical blast and and hurts him? Yeah, we can just punch him. We just punch him. You can also just mm. punch him. You could punch him, but I, I will warn you, he's he's pretty strong. You will not see that coming. No, okay, you go for it, kid. You go for it. You will not see that coming. I I try to calculate for the possibility that we don't get him into the room immediately. Like we need to set up something. Yeah, we can set up the perfect trap. He he's taking a short look towards Jasper and uh, Cecily. You remember the way the kobold was able to speed around, but he had quite a hard time to maneuver around certain areas too fast. Uh-huh. I don't remember. I wasn't there for that. But um, what if we kind of um, manage to to get the ground before our room as he stands in front of the door and looks into it and opens it into some kind of uh, wet or frozen surface so that he slides into the room. Push him in. Yeah. I have a spell that makes water. I have a spell that freezes things. I can easily make a a frozen, wet entryway into the room, and then somebody would just have to be behind him to push him in. <gasps> yes. <laughs> we, we, need to, we need to be stealthy about that. So n- none of us, he points to the three of them, um, None of us is able to to create a, a frozen surface so he can slip inside. But if we have someone to push him inside from the outside, he shouldn't be able to see the person. Then we don't have the droot fuss anymore. We can either push him in or we can somehow pull him in and he won't be able to resist. He won't have the friction. So, And Jasper slowly raising his head, having a bright grin on his face. Well, I can think of something. Oh, do you remember the time when we went to the <coughs> room with <coughs> Lila in the, <coughs> the <coughs> you know, yeah. the area that we're not supposed to be? Um, so we could, you know, pull her with, you know, with my wand being, being you know, holds format. Oh, you want to pull him in? I think I know the spell. You make your wand into kind of a hooked shape or something and try to pull him in. Yes. Okay. Okay. It sounds, sounds feasible. Sounds like a plan. Does everyone agree to this plan? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah, it worked before when we were in those restricted. Shh. Well, that that guys, I I know where you were. It I know worked where you before. Were. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. That's fine. But it was awesome. It really worked. It was so great. Okay. I think we can do it again. <laughs> yeah. On one, two, three, pull a push pull. <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys have. A lot of experience doing this sort of thing already. More more experience pushing people around frictionlessly than I would have expected. But <laughs> hey, you know, it's a thing, I guess. It's been a tough week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Look, um, one more thing about you, Zedva. You know, now that I'm thinking about it. I don't know if you guys know, but there is kind of a hierarchy to people of magical power. All right? You could think of yourselves as junior wizards. Right? You're not full wizards yet. You don't have all your spells. You, you're working on it. That's why you're here at school. So you're kind of junior wizards. Now, me, I'm a full wizard. I have access to all the spells in my discipline and a few other, you know, gifts that I've learned over the years. Like a senior. Sure, a you senior wizard. I am a, literally a senior wizard. I am senior. Senior uh, wizard. I like that. Okay. That's cool. We'll use that from now on. Now. Sounds old, but also wise. There's a level of power above what I can do, okay? There's mages, Mm -hmm. and above that, there's sorcerers. You know, this is how we kind of categorize people of more power. 
Now, I don't... I've never fought a sorcerer. I don't actually know what those kinds of powers would entail, but I know that Yazerva was well on his way to achieving mage status since he was already double-disciplined with his magic. This means he, he might be able to cast more spells than us in a shorter amount of time. He might be able to do more things than us. He's very proficient. That's what it essentially means. So I just thought it was fair to tell you guys that he's a mage, not just a wizard. Okay? I mean, I've been telling you he's very powerful, but now, uh, now you have some terminology to talk about it, okay? So, you guys, if that sounds good to everybody, I'm going to get out of here and, uh, you know, rest. You know, it's nighttime. Got to go to sleep. And, uh, you know, enjoy your Sunday, okay? Try to just breathe, rest. Don't, don't do anything too crazy. And we're going to do this together on Monday, all right? And get your homework done. Sure. Yes. All right. And then we, we see you in class on Monday, okay? And then we can, we can set an appointment. You know, with a secret right. sign. On Monday, we ride. Or we can just talk before. You know, about the MacGuffin. The MacGuffin, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> the MacGuffin. <laughs> Mildred leaves the room. Oh, that was a lot of talk. I have so lots of information, huh? Is he now a wizard, a sorcerer, or a mage? Who knows? <laughs> you guys are super <sighs> tired. Uh, it is... Really, it's still it's almost the end of the day, um, but you still have a full weekend day in front of you. So uh, you you know you might use this time to yeah. kind of get some classwork done, and you know if you want to work on a specific spell, maybe try to perfect that spell. And guys, please, hmm? and Cecily, I kind of mentioned you very, very, um, you know. Uh, I just want to say that we have to really do our homework, you know, if we want to be crystal bearers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, Jasper. Yeah? Um, can, can I, tonight, can I have Wilbur? No. Oh, oh, Wilbur? Wilbur, yeah. I want him to sleep in my room tonight. Why? I just want to make a connection to him as well, since I'm also bound to him, kind of. But, but, you know, well, you have to ask Wilbur. Hey, Wilbur. Hey, little guy. And Jasper just reaches out his arm. Who wants to sleep in my room? Come here, little friend. I have so much peanut butter in a little bit from that. You know what? Sasley, roll creature trust. I knew it's about Nutella. <laughs> you can you can roll. He's actually, he's bound to you in a way. You can roll with, with advantage. You can roll twice and take the higher roll. Because he is also bound I to you. I don't need to. Because I rolled a 20. <gasps> <laughs> Poor Wilbur. I rolled 19 plus 1, so oh, it's 20. Hot dice, hot dice. Snap. Wilbur slides from Jasper's arm. You know, he does, he, he tests, he tests you with his tongue a little bit. He's checking it out, but he's actually spent a lot of time around you. <laughs> <laughs> One time you even touched a touchstone to his head. Uh, so he's, he's familiar to you and he, he crawls into your, onto your arm and, uh, you know, slithers around it. No worries, Jasper. I really take care of him. Well, I hope so, because he's more than just a snake. He's a friend. Aww. Oh, but did you hear that? He has feeling for you. I try to take care of you. I promise. 
and Cecily walks into her room and she slams the door. And then you hear from the from the room, you hear, now make a turn. Jesus. Then you get this nut. Turn around. Turn around. <laughs> she's trying to make like some tricks with him. But just if he wants, she's like, if you want to. Sassy, roll, roll a creature trust. It's a nine. <laughs> uh, okay, you do not successfully train Wilbur to do any tricks. He is just confused okay, by you. I get this. We have to get used to each other. Eric leads over to Jasper, <laughs> like hearing here, turn around, and you get that nut. Does she know that snakes eat meat? Turns his head towards <laughs> Jasper. Well. And Sassy screams. He's a vegetarian! <laughs> wow, her ears are really good. They're, they're big. They can hear anything. Okay, come on, okay, Wilbur. Let's so, do some homework. <laughs> so, Sassley is trying to bond with Wilbur a little bit, and it's going okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going, like, all right, but she's trying to make a connection. What are you guys doing with the rest of your evening? Jasper is um, just um, as soon as Cecily went into the room and um, he turned back to his homework, which he set up in the common room, like near the fireplace. And uh, when he sat on the table and, you know, write it, that he felt, because he used the hand that Wilbur was on, he felt like a certain, a certain cold, cold on the arm, which he didn't feel the other three days before. And then Aww. he was thinking, <laughs> it's just three days, but already. Then he's thinking, oh, this is what missing people you like really means. And then he thinks about his parents. Missing people. Setting the mood. <laughs> uh huh. Um, Eric would just sit together with Jasper and make his homework. Which is most likely because he's pretty sure that maybe some wordings here and there might be a tad bit confusing for Jasper, just in case. Help him with the, with the magical mumbo jumbo. Yeah. Thank you. Just like bonding over a little bit of homework. <laughs> yeah, you guys do homework. And it gets late. And eventually it's, it's time for bed. And uh, everybody kind of starts to wind down. You know, you have a full day ahead of you. Uh, adventures ready, people to, to meet. But, ooh, you know, it's sorry, a tough day. You got a lot on your plate, a lot to handle. Sassley mm. puts Wilbur next to her, and she puts the blanket over him, half of him. And she, she snuggles up next to him, and she's like, Good night, Wilbur. Do you need a hug? No? I don't need a hug either. Sleep well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, since since now I, I will always want to do the weekends now. Can we skip the week? <laughs> weekends are awesome. So you guys all go to bed, um, but it's been two full days of bonding. Uh you feel closer than ever, and you know that you have a full day of fun, kind of, you know, a free day ahead of you like you've never had before. And you don't know what's waiting for you on the other side of that. A class with Mildred and eventually a showdown with Yazerdva himself. The mage prince of the giants. But 
to get to all of that, <laughs> you'll have to tune in next week for another episode of JK We're Rolling. Oh, yeah. that gives me some of the Nutella now. JK. Michael Moore is our magician master. Nadine Kuhn is Sassley Mary Nature Spring. Lucas Fisher is Jasper Casper. Sebastian Kinder is Eric Miller. Theme song by Aaron Richards, with additional music by Ethan Anderson. Cover art by Pascal Genet. Hey folks, thank you so much again for sticking around for these end credits. We do appreciate it so much. This is going to be a short one again. It is my last week traveling through America. In the meantime, do keep an ear out for some exciting announcements. We've got bonus episodes coming up, guest announcements, and some big projects from our cast members, and more. In the meantime, as always, you can find us on Instagram at jk.weir.rolling, on Facebook at facebook.com slash jkweirrolling, and on Twitter at jkweirrolling1, that's the number one. And, you know, why not? You can even email us at jkweirrolling at gmail.com. You can support us on patreon.com at patreon.com slash jkweirrolling. We appreciate it so incredibly much for everyone who's decided to help us out and help us to keep creating this, hopefully, great content. Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you like. You can use the links in our description to do just that. Uh, that's it for now. So until next time, keep your head brain sharp and your wand at the ready. <laughs>